Okay, so y'all ever have that one house on the street in the neighborhood that's like on the way to school, so when you're growing up, you could easily walk by the house, but all of your friends and all of their older siblings like took this different street because the creepy house was on that street and there was like the stories about the creepy old lady who like m murdered a kid and like blood seeps out from her trash can at night or some whatever crazy stuff and so I'm like oh my god I can't believe I live so close to some creepy witch or something and so I go through elementary school and I walk the other way to school and then one day I'm like running and following a squirrel across the street and I'm really curious because it was eating a nut and it was really cute and I keep going and next thing I know the tr the squirrel runs up a tree and I look up and oh my god there I am standing in front of creepy house and I look and I see that the squirrel ran up into the tree because there's like a little squirrel feeder uh, up up in the middle of the tree and I look over and there's like a little old lady pushing out her garbage out onto the street and she waves at me and smiles and I look up and there's little lace uh, curtains on the inside of her kitchen window and she smiles at waves at me and I confusedly keep walking thinking to myself wait was that creepy house the heck and that's basically how I was given sexuality um, and here I am now making friends with the cute little old lady who lives in the house where she feeds the squirrels and she makes cakes and she wants to have me over for tea. <laughs> All right, guys, today's episode, we talk uh, a lot about sex. I, I kind of said it was my coming out story. Really, it's more, this podcast is more just uh, a commentary on the exploration of my sexuality in sexual experiences throughout my young life. Um, that's more of an apt explanation, I think. Um, and then also, real quick, uh, if you want to 
At the very end, the last few minutes of the podcast today, I'm going to recite some sexuality affirmations. Um, They're very open. They're very good. So I encourage you to stick around for that or if you want to skip to it um, and have those affirmations on hand, write them down. They're honestly so cool. Okay, great. And uh, here's the new podcast intro recorded by all of my dopest friends. And... uh, here we go. Welcome to... Never Stop Learning! A podcast. With Wes. Perfect. Hello. It's me, Wesley. Wow. I don't even know how... I arrived at this catchphrase, but it already feels like a type of comfort that in saying this phrase as I prepare my body and my mind to spend some quality time here with you in your ears, uh, this is how we get things going. So welcome to Never Stop Learning. I am Wes Carlson, and today on episode nine, a pansexual human being I think that's the title I'm not sure not I'm not sure on it yet but we are talking about my coming out story and I'm pansexual and golly has it been taking me a long time to come to that label golly do I not even really care about labels but I do think that it's important for me in this moment to proclaim Hey world, what's up? I'm Wes, I'm pansexual, I'm not defined by any old shit, any old paradigms that I used to identify with because I wasn't as aware of who I am. Um, and, and this kind of gets at the core of my experience with my sexuality, which is, you know, the baseline, like, I just existed under this assumption that I was just a straight person and that, you know, once I hit high school, like, I liked girls, everyone I knew liked girls, every TV kiss I'd ever seen was boy and girl, every relationship I see, I have a grandma and a grandpa, and so it was just such a a premise of what regular life is, is that like, you know, it's up to you to find that girlfriend. Um, and so I did. And so did everyone around me. And, you know, I think now looking back, what's easy to see that I didn't know at the time was that, you know, my sexual experience as a human being for you know the majority of the time I was in a sexual environment was by myself with a screen and my dick in my hand um, pleasuring myself and so my sexual experiences with my girlfriends throughout high school and you know and then into my life were like this almost the secondary comfort like I felt more comfortable based on my 
experience growing up masturbating than I did being with a woman and having sex or even, you know, pleasuring each other. Um, And so I imagine that that's the case for a lot of dudes. Like, you know, when I was 13 and 14, we had the family computer. And so that was my experience of accessing porn. Uh, And it basically... I don't know, like existing in that state of like intense arousal and in like huge quick jolts where it wasn't about the longevity of a pleasurable experience. It was about like a goal that I that I had for this endeavor. And so my relationship to my body was when we're in a sexual place, like we need to orgasm because then we can move on with our day. It it was like this type of exchange. And so as I became uh, sexually active, I obviously realized that when I'm with women, I don't want this exchange to be done. Like I wanted the longevity. And and so then that was something where I experienced an incredible amount of shame um, because I hadn't ever really interacted with my body in this way where longevity was my goal you know longevity of 15 minutes (laughs) for real was never my goal growing up I didn't know that that was even something I would ever want because for years of my life before even knowing what sex was going to be like right I had been training my body in this way um and so I think I kind of had this experience where I wasn't as excited in a way about sex as I thought I would be because I was ashamed that I wasn't good at it, right? I was ashamed that I was going to come too fast and and so... I had this shameful, don't look at me, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, attitude almost towards sex that I was expecting my body to not be able to perform the way that I wanted it to. Um, And so that was normal to me and I certainly still had sex and like, but you know, a lot of my experiences were riddled with shame um and were me taking myself out of the experience because of me thinking that I'm like come on body I need to whip you into shape like why aren't you doing what I want you to do like how can I not wield this type of control in this moment um and so I think that experience led me to feel like the more tight the more exploring that I wanted to do in the sexual realm with my body was not with another person it was by myself because that was now because of how I hadn't felt good in my sexual experiences with women I now wanted and that wanted that less almost and wanted to explore more uh, when I was by myself which 
very quickly led to me uh, stepping away from my computer screen and hooking up with dudes on the internet. Um, and that basically started like around college and and this really all of a sudden changed my entire uh, relationship to what it meant to be aroused in a way like god and yo here we are guys like I've literally never really said this out loud um but we hear and I stepped into these places with uh men that I did not know uh, where we had a a collective understanding between us that we were here for a purpose that we were both down to do which was to pleasure each other here and to then move on about our day which had always kind of been my relationship to masturbation but had never really been my relationship to sex and so then here I am with strangers where I have no relationship to this person and we found each other on the internet but what we're here to do is to be is to be about the pleasure and about like the longevity of the experience or you know letting it play its course not you know no embarrassment necessary in that space no hiding no being nervous because we weren't hiding the fact that we were here for a agreed upon reason whereas with my girlfriend in high school I'm like yeah we have sex and then but then I'm like oh you're hot I swear I don't know why my dick's not hard like I I felt like what is happening I'm not in control and so as weird as it is to me looking back you know meeting up with strangers on the internet was a type of experience that in a weird way I felt like oh I'm I know what to expect here like I feel like I'm more in control here um and so I spent uh many years kind of living this double life uh behind the curtains seeking this type of connection with another person not knowing what that even means for me you know I was doing that without any ideas about this being something that's even about my sexuality it was like (laughs) about the type of experience that I felt safe and comfortable in was the reason I thought in my head that I had sought that out Um, God, uh, I don't know, like, there's so many moments that I can comment on that have been at the core of why my journey, you know, unfolded the way it did. I think, like, my loving mother wanting me to know that I could feel safe if I was gay and yet I kind of heard her subtle 
uh, accepting words as like, you're gay, aren't ya? And that made me feel like, no, mom, this was in high school. Mom, like, because I think the power of the cultural conditioning, like I mentioned earlier, of everything I'd ever seen being heterosexual, you know, my acknowledgement of like, tits get my dick hard, so I'm straight. And like, I talk to my friends about, you know, getting it in. Like, we like to make out with girls. Like, like boys are gross. Like, and it just literally never even crossed my mind that, like, arousal attraction could be <laughs> not for women in, in, in most of my life. And so through that experience in masturbating, did I break and tear down that wall that gendered wall that I had been living behind um and so in my experience of pleasure that wall was like down for me but yet in my experience of who I am as a person I am Wes I'm 6'1 I'm a white dude I am straight I am a cis male like you know, I have, I have, I have girlfriends. I don't, ew, gay. Like that was like the world I grew up in. And so I was able to, you know, in my actions kind of like be accepting my body, knowing it's attraction to all bodies, to men to women to everyone and then my mind saying like I have a girlfriend I'm gonna have a wife like girls are sexy men are weird men are gross I've never thought about them like that way except for I like penises that was kind of through my experience with my body and oh my god is this even making sense like it was this split idea about what my, uh, you know, being was. And so I guess here to say that, you know, in a long relationship with a woman and through throughout years of me kind of hiding parts of myself from myself, you know, being unable or unwilling to admit what it is that I actually enjoy and and accept that all parts of what I desire are acceptable and are okay um, and so I don't know like that was, was incredibly hard for me to 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 realize um, I think in few years ago ending that long relationship where I had been cheating and I had been lying and I had been you know thinking I was straight and committed but literally acting the opposite way and I I was just so wanting 
to be happy or I, I wanted to have an answer that I didn't even know what, what, what my question was. I just knew that there was a sense of not being right. And so obviously now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh yeah, Wes, you were like, like hooking up with guys, like baby, like accept yourself, like accept what you are attracted to. And, and so here I am like accepting myself and literally not, oh, not shoving the part of me that I don't want to admit because it'll change how I have to identify you know I don't have to identify as anything you know so I think right away I was like I'm bisexual because golly like you know I had relied on this well I have a girlfriend I love my girlfriend there's my answer for for who I am um and I have a lot of guilt about how my exploration throughout the many years affect negatively affected the people I was with at the time and um you know obviously there's nothing I can do at this point except learn and take the lessons from that experience uh and hold them with me as I move forward as I continue to grow like I have this vivid experience and and memories of how my own pain and blocked up you know self-communication through which I I was still trying to find answers outside of myself through other people through other relationships through seeking love to fill places inside me where I didn't feel love for myself and so through all of that now here I am as a free human being no longer bound by my conditioned roles of regularity given to me by the elders of my community whom I am supposed to obey and whose worldview is supposed to be the stage on which we are planted and grow, right? So it's not, we don't wake up in reality and then go from there. Like we are given the reality that our parents and our community members choose to give us through their explanation and their framework that becomes our reality you know um and so now here we are like hey we all exist like we're all just human beings we can do whatever we want and so here we are (laughs) like able to decide what we want to do like I don't have to look at people's fucking, uh, what's the word? Like people's genitals to decide if I am attracted to them or not. Um, and that is freeing for me. God, it's like almost still part of me is like, yeah, but you're probably just gay. 
as if that's bad or as if like who's uh you know like i don't know but what i feel is what i feel and so i'm not going to deny what i observe in myself anymore because it doesn't fit into any box like i said pansexual is a box but it is like it is like one of the the most open boxes that i can use right now to frame myself for someone else whatever i don't need this framework but holy shit i was locked up in framework that felt so off and wrong um i mean i don't even know i don't even know what else to say if we jump into (laughs) gender as the whole next topic like i certainly I mean, literally until like, probably ever, even in this point, I've never thought about myself as anything but a man. Um, And so I don't feel like I have any desire to, to step away from identifying in that way. But what I do recognize is that it's not just inherently part of who I am. It's something that has been put on me every day of my life that now I look at my skin and I see man skin even though it's just human skin you know um and so I don't know you know what I mean I just don't want to I'm not saying anything either way and golly how weird is it that we are we all have to go define ourselves but it's because they they want to define us they want to define us they want to say you are a white Christian (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that even made any sense, you guys. I feel really vulnerable right now because... I don't know. It also doesn't feel that crazy. Like... Because of how much weight it has held over me, it seems big. And it is big. It is big. I'm proud of myself now. I don't really know what experiences that I've had might be beneficial for someone. Um, but I have to be I have to remember that it's not it's not up to me to decide. Like I want to become more and more comfortable in this type of sharing because I know that something that I'm sharing because I'm in share mode might resonate with someone and help. I think about all the different ways that a simple conversation has helped unlock a train of thought that led me to to a place that ended up changing my life. There's a lot of power in hearing words that point to a thought that you've been having in a 
and use different words to, to point to it, right? Highlight different aspects of something that you're going through in a way that you didn't think of, right? When, when we get too close to a problem, we start to lose our perspective. And so someone else who just sees it for the first time may be able to say something that is obvious to them, but we've been looking at it so closely, we can't see it anymore. And I think that's the case with what we expect from ourselves, how we expect ourselves to look, how we expect to act out in the world, how we expect others to perceive us, what we assume is acceptable, the options we assume are available to us based on, well, everything we've ever seen. You can't just move over there. You can't just do this. You can't be free. Like, don't you have any sense? Come on. Like, I don't even know who that's supposed to be. (laughs) Except just, I think, like, I don't know, like, the well-meaning, you know, close-minded parent who... You know, it, who, who, if we were to listen to every suggestion they would have and they want to give us suggestions because they have life experience and that can be helpful, but it's not going to be the thing that we need. It's not going to lead us where we might actually want to go because, like I said, we exist on a different premise, a lot of us. There's different ways that the universe can be played in so that we have more autonomy and like freedom. Um, I don't know how to. You know, my sexuality is not, I don't know, it's not some thing to arrive at. It's its just, I think, a set of not expectations, but ways that I don't cut off potential opportunities. Right? I think it's a way for me to stay open. It's for a way for me to to be excited and, and willing to see things through and to give people a chance and to explore relationship and to get to know new people. That's, and that's what my trip right now is all about. Like the people that I've met in the past three months are like my favorite people of my whole entire existence already. Like I can't even describe how the simple reaching out, the simple making the phone call to see if maybe maybe they'll pick up. It's been a while. Ah, there's a million things that we can do to feel connected to each other. Um and so often uh, I don't I find myself not doing them because I create a story in my head about why I don't want to be annoying or 
you know? I don't want to be annoying, but guess what? I also literally want to connect. I want to hug everyone I meet. I want... And I will. And we can. And I love you. <laughs> I love everyone. I want to give everyone a chance. I'm creating a lot more... Um, opportunities to... Dive deep into my conditioning is god am i even am i rambling so fucking hard right now all right you know i was gonna i was gonna write a little outline for this but i didn't because guess what it just had to come out on god on god had to come out um yeah and you know what else had to come out me all right uh, as we finalize the episode, let's get into our sexuality affirmations. I'm going to say them two times through. I implore you to listen. Uh, and then if you want to say them yourself at some point, it might just be something that's nice. All right, here we go. I honor and respect my sexuality and I allow the natural flow of my feelings. I acknowledge that my sexual thoughts and feelings will arise and I release unnecessary guilt regarding sex. And here's our final one. I am open to the positive sensual feelings coming to me from others. At the same time, I keep my sexual activities well-directed and in balance. Sexual thoughts and feelings 
darkness will arise and I release guilt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I said thank you for listening today. It means a lot to me. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week.